They say love is the strongest magnetic force on the planet Earth. But if this is really true, why is love such a complicated subject matter? Welcome to Speaking of Love, the podcast, and I am your host, LaToya. I created this podcast in honor of my dad, who was an acclaimed television broadcast engineer for nearly four decades. He also hosted an award-winning radio show called Speaking of Sports, which is the inspiration behind the name of this podcast, Speaking of Love. My dad was an amazing guy who achieved levels of success that most people only dream of. He was held in the highest esteem, and yes, he was a star in the public eye. But on March 2nd of 2020, his private struggles became public when he murdered his wife, moments before taking his own life. So I created this podcast as a platform for spreading love around the globe while raising awareness for mental health and suicide prevention. My name is LaToya Bond, and I have a podcast called Speaking of Love. My podcast is dedicated to the memory of my dad who took his own life in a murder-suicide. Aside from that, I am a business owner. I have a home-based business. I am also a legal professional during my nine-to-five day, and I am a person who operates her entire life on the premise of spreading love. It's the secret to my success. It's the secret to my longevity on this earth, and it's what keeps us going because love is the thing that makes all things beautiful. So that's why I'm here today to talk about my favorite subject in the whole wide world, and that's love. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Speaking of Love. My name is LaToya, and I am the host of this podcast, I'm so happy to be here today. I have a gentleman here by the name of Iman Roberts, all the way from Germany. And he's here today to cover the topic that needs a lot of attention in today's economical hardship times. He's here today to talk about money. He's affectionately known as the money man. And Mr. Iman Roberts is an author, an international author. He has a self-help book. And he also teaches people the psychology of money to set the tone for his writing. He's also used his career to awaken and uplift and empower people. Iman is a strong believer in how to permanently eliminate and completely erase the idea of poverty out of the consciousness of mankind. So welcome, Iman. Welcome to Speaking of Love. Welcome, everybody. I'm Iman Roberts, so we direct from Germany, so God is good. So we're here today to talk about my book, Money is All, looking for you. So I hope you guys enjoy um, enjoy the, the podcast. So we're here, we're here. 
Lordy's yes, book. definitely. Th thank you. Thank you so much for being here. So you took the time to write this book about money. Uh, where did the inspiration come from for you to write this book? Well, uh, I'm an avid reader. I used to read a lot. You know, I read a lot about, um, uh, you know, how the mind works. And I was, you know, born in poverty. I grew up in poverty. So I know what poverty is. You know, but I have this instinct, I have this inner question in me since I was little. I want to know why some people are rich and why some people are poor. So because I grew up poor, so I want to know the, the root of, you know, what causes. I know where there's, um, where there's effect, there must be a cause. So I was looking for the cause. So I started reading a lot on anything about money. I started reading all the books about money, every, every book on the market, you know, that have the topic of money on it. So I started reading. So I started gaining knowledge. So I started getting all the answer to my question, why are some people poor and some people rich? So finally, I have the, uh, you know, the instinct, I have the intuition within me to write a book, to finally write a book from my own experience, you know, from what I passed through, you know, before I get from, well, we say from hell to heaven. So, so that's what, you know, pushes me to write my book. You know, it's an intuition. It's a direct intuition from God Almighty within me so that I can teach other people how I get from the hell of poverty, you know, to living well and, you know, making money, you know, to better my family, to improve my life and to help other people. So, so, it's, the, book it's, is, you know, so yeah. the book is called Money is Looking for You. And you lived a life of poverty. Can you speak a little bit about your experience with that growing up and not having much? Yeah, I grew up with my mom. You know, she has six kids. So we don't have nothing. You know, we barely afford to eat. You know, we move from one rented apartment to the other. You know, the landlords throwing us out. And, you know, we barely have not, uh, something to, you know, to, 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 to be proud of. I mean, financially. So I, I knew poverty. That's why I found, you know, my book is all about my experience, about, you know, what I passed through when I was little. So I moved from nothing to something. So it was, you know, the poverty life I live, you know, it encourages me to, you know, to pursue what money is. Like, I want to know, like, why are we poor? Why the other kids have a lot of money? Why we don't have money? You know, why we cannot eat three meals per day, why we don't have nothing. So that makes me, you know, I have this inner burning question in me that why is it like that? So, and, you know, we grew up in the church. My grandfather was a pastor. So, you know, we knew God, we pray every day, but nothing changed. Like, mm. so, so I believe there's more to it. So I started reading. So all the questions I have, the burning sensation in me about poverty, about why are we poor? So I got all those answers from books, from the books I read. So that's what, I think that's what prepared me for the book I wrote. So the money is looking for me. It's like, I used to tell people, God wrote that book through me. You know, it's because I believe God is within every man. And I believe that all of us, we have a talent that is hidden within us. You, you might open your package, you might not open it. So it depends on how you're using your mind. So I finally got all the answer to the question about mm -hmm. poverty. So that's what motivates me to, to write money is looking for you. 
So in my listening, Iman, it sounds to me like you're, what you're trying to articulate here right now is that money or the lack thereof is all in your conscious mind? Is yes, that what you're saying? That is very, very correct. I would say it this way. I would put it in a more practical way. Both riches and poverty are nothing but the offspring of the mind. Mm. Yeah, everything, everything in life comes from your mind. Even the Holy Bible said it. If you are conversant with the Bible, Bible said it. It said, without your mind will I do nothing. Mm -hmm. So everything springs from your mind. Keep your heart. The, in, the, in the biblical language, this art is the subconscious mind. Keep your art with all diligence because out of it are the issues of life. So everything that we are experiencing, we are experiencing as a human being springs out from our mind. Nothing so, comes, oh, excuse me. Yeah. So Iman, okay, so I'm, I wanna understand this. So, okay, I'll use myself as, as an example. I am a single mother. I have a 22-year-old daughter. She's in college. And money is a little tight right now because her scholarship has come to an end. So when I look at my finances and I get paid and I, I have this bill I have to pay and, you know, there's a lack of a lot of money there, I subconsciously know that that money's not there because realistically it's not there. So how do I change my mindset to produce that small amount of money into a larger amount? Help me subconsciously do that. Yeah, the, uh, what is the subconscious in the first place? Your subconscious mind is the, uh, you know, like the biblical, they call it the arts. I think uh, if you want to change anything, if you want to change your life from poverty to prosperity, or you know, you have to change the way you think and the way you feel about money. Money is the offspring of the mind. You have to change your attitude towards money. What do you mm -hmm. think about money? What do you believe about money? What do you feel about money? A lot of people used to say money is evil, do you think money is evil? Do you think if you have lots of money, it's going to bring a bridge between you and God? Do you think uh, rich people or rich folks are evil? So those are the questions you have to ask your own self within your mind. So if you have all this, I call it, um, you know, this is a money rejection complex in your subconscious mind. Yeah. So if you have all this money rejection complex, all these negative ideas and beliefs towards money, it will be difficult for you to have a good experience with money. So those are the first things to correct from your mind first. Then you okay. see money will start flowing into your life, you know? So I agree with you. I, I get it. I get it. So when I look at my finances and, it, and that amount of money that's left over after the bills is this small, what should I say to myself to increase that amount? The first thing you have to do is to correct your mind, like I said about money. You have to correct your speech, mm. your your every water power. That's why in my book, you know, I was, I used to tell people the chapter four, the power of words. You know, it's one of the, I put all my wisdom into that. It's one of the best chapter for me personally. There's a chapter about your subconscious mind. There's a chapter, you know, for everything. But like I said, you have to change your mouth. You know, you have to turn, you know, your mouth around. What do you say about money? Do you say you don't have money? Even when you say, I don't have money or I am broke, you know, you never say I am broke because 
if you know what you're doing to yourself, you really, you know, you don't have to, like me, I don't speak about conditions. Like I used to tell people, it's one of my affirmations. I say, I am God to condition, conditions are not God to me. Mm -hmm. So I'm not looking, you know, I don't speak of condition. I speak of the truth. And the truth of me is that I am a child of God and God wants me to prosper, even as my soul prospers. Beloved, I wish you good health. Mm -hmm. And above all, I wish you to prosper, even as your soul prosper. So a child of God is supposed to be broke. A child of God is supposed to lack money. That's yeah. why my, you know, my book answers a lot of questions about money. Do God really want you to be broke? Before you was born, God put everything on the ground. There was gold on the ground. There's copper, there's iron, there's oil. Why does he put it there? It's for mm -hmm. me yeah. So if you lack in money in your experience, there's something wrong with you. Sure. You have to check your words. What am I saying about money? Do I say money is evil? Do I say money? Like people used to say this verse in the Bible. They would say money is the root of all evil. I disagree with that. Money, the love of money, that's what it says. It says the love of money. That doesn't mean that you should not like money that money you should not have money. What it means is that if you make money your God, mm. yeah, that is the root of evil. If you know if your money controls you, you have to control your money. Money is neutral. Money is for me, I believe money is my obedient paper servant. You know, I don't serve money, but money serves me. But when you started serving money, when you started doing back with your money, that means you made money your God. And then money can ruin your life. You know, I think a lot of rich people, they do a lot of good things in the world. They do charity. They do all this. Most of them give their money away, do a lot of good things. I mean, money is innocent of any accusation. So money is neutral. Money is innocent. You can use it for good. You can use it for bad. So you, what I we advise people that is lacking money in their life to do first check yourself what am i saying about money what is my belief about money what ideas you know do i have about money idea makes millionaires and billionaires mm -hmm. you can never see a rich person say money is evil you can never say that you can it's never hear it from my mom because they know what money is so most people don't know what money is money is spirit money mm -hmm. is very sensitive for to what you say and what you think about her because for me being a male a personal spy money as uh, as a female i used to tell people it's in my book that money is a high class lady money is a woman you know and people used to ask me why do i say that i say because if you have a lady if you have a girlfriend you know she comes to you a beautiful lady a high class lady you buy her flowers you buy everything then one day she comes to you and you call her if what do you think She's gonna baptize. Yeah, she's not gonna come to you again. She's gonna give you problems. So that's exactly. how I, that's how money is. So when you start calling money evil, money will run away from you because money have ears on the psychic level, psychologically. Mm -hmm. Money hear what you say, sure, what you believe sure. about that. So that's what makes a lot of people. That's what impoverish a lot of people. The words of your mouth. You are ensnared by the word of your mouth. It's in the Bible. As long as I live, says the Lord, I will do to you the very thing you said, including everything. If yeah. you say something is evil, the thing is not going to come to you, most especially money, because money is spiritual. Money is sensitive. 
to what you believe. So that's how I answer that question. So, so today we're talking to Iman Roberts. He has written a book. I'm going to show the book here. The book is called Money is Looking for You. The book is available on Amazon. It's a number one seller. And this book will help you have the secret principles of attracting unlimited money into your life. And I tell you, with the way the economy is going right now, your book is so needed in this time that we're living in right now, Iman. So thank you for providing this as a resource for people to help attract money into their lives. But I want to ask you a question. When you wrote this book, what was your main objective? What did you want people to gain from reading your book? Yeah, I just want, I came out, you know, I came to, to correct the notion about how people think, feel, and what people think, feel, and believe about money. Most people, you know, they talk very, so negative about money. If you see most people, they're always talking bad about money. Money is this, money is that, money is evil. I don't want it because it's going to corrupt me, it's going to make me a bad person. So I came and correct the notion that there's nothing wrong with money. Like I said before, money is neutral. You know, money is innocent of all the accusation. You know, there's nothing wrong with money. But I mean, there's there's can be something wrong with people handling money. It depends. You see, some people they do use all their money to you know good. Like I said, most people I know that are rich, they use their money. You know, like philanthropists. Yeah. They use sixty percent, seventy percent of their income to help the world, you know, to feed the poor and all those. I mean, they are, don't get me wrong. There are some people doing bad things with money, but you know, I'm not here to judge anybody according to the way they want to live their lives. But what right. I'm trying to say is that there's nothing wrong with having money, and if you have those kind of belief in your subconscious mind, that's a blockage right there. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Never, yeah, yeah. Keep your heart with all diligence because out of it are the issues of life. Your sure. art is the subconscious mind. Everything springs up from our mind. So what you believe in, the way you are experiencing money or poverty is nothing but mm -hmm. the offspring of your beliefs about money. Mm -hmm. So if you change the way you think about money, money will start flowing to you. All these things I'm saying, I'm not terrorizing, they are not theorizing. You know, these are the principles. All the principles I wrote in my book is what I practiced. It's what mm -hmm. I used. You know, to mm -hmm. better my life financially. It works for me, and I believe it works for people around me. You know, the people that cultivate the same ideas, it works for them. So I believe it's going to work for everybody. You know, if you do it diligently, if you practice the principle, there's a lot of things in this book that most people don't know about money. There's some things you don't say about money. There are some end words. It's in the mm -hmm. book. There's end words about never say money is evil. Never say money is hard to get. Never say money is difficult to get. Never say money is the root of all evil and all this stuff, all this negative. Never say anything negative about money. So it's in the book. And, you know, so if you start using all this principle, 100% guaranteed, you see that everything is going to change because everything springs out from our own very mind. So, Iman, um, is this the only book that you've written so far? This is my first book. I, I wrote this book January this year. I mean, mm -hmm. February. It came out February. So this is my first book. And uh, I have my second book is, I finished, uh, you know, writing my second book already. But I don't want to push it out so quick because I'm still promoting 
this book because i've never done anything about this book it's selling itself but I'm, i still want to push it out i want it to get to the hands of millions of people because like you said you said something before that now you know a lot of people are going through a lot with you know the financial the austerity yes. stuff, all this financial crisis all over the world so i believe this book is going to really help a lot of people to get it and to know that condition does not so really dictate so based on the principles provided in the book and the tools and resources that you have provided in your book, how are you holding up financially? Are you okay? I am more than okay. I am perfectly <laughs> okay financially. So I'm telling God, you know, I'm, yeah, yeah, I am perfectly, you know, financially, I'm doing great. You know, I mean, apart from my book, I've been, you know, I have one or two things I'm doing, you know, to get money. So I have you know, streams of income that brings mm -hmm. money to me. And, uh, you know, writing a book is a plus. It's mm -hmm. not my full-time job, writing a book. I mean, I don't know maybe in future because I have a lot of things I want to push out there. But for now, I have jobs. I have streams of income that brings me money. So financially, I am 100% okay. And I give thanks. You know, mm -hmm. you know, I just want you to know that I, I truly agree with what you're saying because, I was saying the other day, I was on the phone talking to someone and I was saying that your word is your wand and the words that come out of your mouth predict your future. It can lay the platform for your life. So people who see the world as a horrible, ugly place, they have those experiences. But people who see the world as a beautiful place have the beautiful experiences because it's all your mindset. So we do have to be careful. I totally agree with you, Iman, that we have to watch what we say about our money, about our finances. So as a mother with a daughter in college, when I get that bill, I'm not going to dread it. I'm not going to sit there and pout about it. I think I'll change my, my mindset and, and know that money is, is not evil. This is not an evil bill. It's just a bill that needs to be paid and nothing to worry about. You just pay it. Am I correct? Am I on the right path, Iman? I agree with you 100%. And when you change the way you talk about money, you're going to see your wallet, you're going to see your bank account, you're going to see money coming to you. Even, you know, it's, um, it's like a spiritual sensation. When I started using all this principle, most especially, I'm very careful with my words. Like you say, words are extension of thoughts. Words are magic. You know, words are incantation. Words are spells. You are really casting spells on yourself when you say money is evil. When you say you don't have no money, I am broke. I am this. I am that. You know, I don't have money. I don't. I don't know where I'm. The money doesn't grow on tree. You are really casting spells. Right. Because your right. words are spells. You know, by your words you are condemned. It's in the Bible. By your words, you are justified. You know, surely, as sure as I live, say the Lord, I will do to you the very thing I hear you say. That's the power of your word. So they say the tongue is the smallest part of the body, but what enormous damage mm -hmm. does it do? So mm -hmm. for me, I believe the, the tongue, our tongue is the strongest organ in our body. Mm -hmm. So we should be careful what we're saying because money, like I said, I said it before, I'm going to say it again. Money is very sensitive for what you're saying. And what you believe in about her. So our words, if you don't even know much, if you don't know much about how the mind, because I'm a mind science student, I know how the mind works. You know, I read the subconscious mind. I know there's some things you can never hear me say. 
you know like for example a lady interviewed me yesterday and the first thing she asked me is what do you think about debt i said i don't speak about debt you hmm. say why i say because i don't speak anything negative to my life Mm -hmm. You understand? Because I know the power I'm carrying in, inside me. So you can never hear me say I'm broke. Mm -hmm. You know, number one, I can never be broke with what I knew about money. And number two, you can't hear such things from my mouth because I know you are ensnared by the words of your own very mouth. How does the God Almighty created the word in the first place? It's through the power of the word. In the beginning was the word. And the word was with God, and the word was God. So your word is almighty God. When you speak, you are really prophesying. You are casting spell on yourself. So be careful what you're saying to yourself. Be careful what you are believing about yourself, because you are really casting spell with your words. And, you know, I really agree with what you're saying, because not only would this be beneficial for a person in regards to money and finances, but in all aspects of life, whether it's your health, whether it's a relationship, whatever you speak about, you bring about. So we have to be very careful of the words that we use. Um, Iman, I do want to move on a little bit with another question for you. What is uh, the biggest lesson that you have learned about yourself since creating this book and all of the different chapters in the book and giving the tools needed to manifest more money? What is the biggest lesson that you've learned about yourself since becoming an international author? Yeah, I learned a lot about myself. I learned first thing I learned about myself. I learned that God is within me. You know, like I can do anything. I can really do anything. You know, I found the power within me because I wrote this book just five days. I used to tell people I don't have to sit one year before I write a book. I can write a book in five days. So I believe everybody have this power within. Yeah. You know, everybody have a kind of talent within them, but most doesn't open their package. Mm -hmm. You know, there's a power within every man that can do anything. I wrote this book five days. I wow. used to be just five days, everything. I wrote it five days and, you know, I don't have to crack my brain. You know, everything comes natural. And, you know, whenever I want to write, I will say, you know, I am a very, um, um, you know, I'm a believer in affirmation. I affirm a lot. I used to do a lot of affirmation. I say, God, write in me, through me, as me. God is writing this book through me, in me, as me. Mm -hmm. So when I take a pen or a paper on my pad, you know, it comes naturally. I mean, I read a lot, don't get it wrong. Nothing come from nothing. You know, all this wisdom came from reading. I used to read. Even last year alone, I read more than 60 books. So wow. I used to read about it. I read a lot. So, you know, this wisdom. Well, that's more than one book per week. Exactly. So yeah. I used to read a lot. And, you know, I'm a fast reader. And everything I read, you know, it's like it magnetized, you know, my brain. So I'm somebody I read a lot. And I just started using this inner power within me. I'm a very spiritual person. I believe everybody have God in them, but it depends on what you are putting your attention. You know, mm -hmm. where attention goes, power flows. So uh, that's the first thing I learned, and that's the first thing I believe everybody. You believe there's a power within you, and that power works in you through your own very words, like we mm -hmm. said, through your words, through your belief, mm -hmm. through your ideas, you know. So the idea came. You know, people used to ask, if I'm doing all this thing out of the come, you'll be shown the way it's going to be shown to you. 
Right. You know, you, you can't you can grow a tree. I used to tell people, you, can you grow a tree? No. The only yeah. thing you can do is to put a seed on the ground and water it with faith. Yes. Then one day it's going yeah, it's gonna spring up. So when I have any kind of difficulties, I don't do challenges, I don't do difficulties because I believe everything, every obstacle on my way, you know, is preparing me for something better. So when I see anything like challenges, the first thing I used to ask myself, I say, Can you grow a tree? I cannot. <laughs> yeah. So once I, you know, ask myself, then I will calm down, then I go to my father that's within me, that's God in me. Mm-hmm. So then I started using my words, you know, speaking. I speak like I have it already. You right. know, I never say I'm going to have this. I would say I have it already and I give thanks. I do my thanksgiving. I speak my word. I go about my business. And since I started doing this, everything becomes a miracle in my life. You know, wow. whatever I touch, we turn to gold. I would be like, wow. But I know where all this thing came from. Mm-hmm. It's not from me. This is not an ego. You know, this is God inside man. God is relating to every man according to the way we are using our mind. Mm-hmm. For me, I would say God is the mind that dwells in everybody. So the subconscious part of the mind is the mind of God in man. So what you feed your subconscious is what you see on the outside. Mm-hmm. That's within, so without. As in subconscious, so as condition. So if you're thinking poverty and working out to get money, you are meddling. Going the wrong way. <laughs> you know, going the wrong way. Because yeah. what is inside is what is coming out. That's why most people be blaming condition. Oh, the government. Oh, the government, the rich people, they stole all the money. No. There's too much money in this world for everybody. You can't even go to the forest. Go to some places, you see fruits everywhere. There's too much food. There's too much money. You know, it's not that the, the rich people are taking all the money. They have ideas. You know, ideas make billionaires and millionaires. So they bring ideas and they, most people know the power within. You know, sometimes mm-hmm. you can't figure it out, but this power within you is going to figure it out. So this you know, is what we... You know, Iman, um, I... You you reached out to me um, on social media and you asked me if you could be a part of my podcast. And this podcast is all about love. And so when I read what you were doing and what you were into, I thought you would be perfect to be on my platform because I have a strong admiration for people who dedicate their lives to enhancing the lives of other people. So that's why I wanted you here, because by writing your book, you have taken a selfless act. You wrote a book and you want to help other people gain the knowledge, the prosperity, the money, the blessings, all that you have gained in your life. You took it and you put it in a book and you're giving it out to the world so that they can have what you have. And I admire people like you, people who are selfless, who give of their selves with nothing in return. By by selling this book, you're not even doing it for the money because in my listening, money is not something that you're chasing after. So you clearly wrote this book. You did this to help mankind. And that's why we were put on this earth, not for our own benefit, but for the benefit of mankind to help other people. So I bow to your excellence, Mr. Iman, and I respect and admire what you're doing. And I just want to say to you, keep up the good work. Thank you. I appreciate it. So this podcast was created in honor of my dad. 
My dad was a radio TV broadcast engineer. He worked for WXYZ Channel 7, WGPR here in Detroit. He was a wonderful person, very successful. And at one point in his life, he had a radio program called Speaking of Sports. Well, when he passed away, I wanted to do something to honor him. I don't know anything about sports, but I know all about love. So this show is called Speaking of Love. And the million dollar question that I ask all of my guests who sit before me is how do you define love, Iman? It's a very beautiful question. I would say it in a simple way. There's three words that define love. God is love. Yes. God yes, is yes. love. That is my definition of love. You know, when you love, you've seen God. When you do something for your fellow human being with love, you've seen God. You know, I don't believe, um, you know, God is love. Who does not love does not know God because God is love. It's in the Bible. So those are the three. I think that should be the three finest words of divine God. If you can love enough, you will be the most powerful person in the world. This is said by the Emmett Fox. Say, so if you can love enough, you'll be the most powerful person in the world. Yeah. So God is love. Who does not love does not know God. So we should. So love is a beautiful thing. It's one of the it's the strongest force in the world. It you is. know. So if you know how to use it, it's gonna, you know, it's gonna make you go higher, higher in whatever you're doing. You send love to people, even you know your your distractors, these people that's trying to go against you. You send them love, then you see it's gonna melt their heart. You know. So love is a beautiful thing. It's the strongest force in the world. So we should love each other. I love I love the name you gave your postcard. That's a very beautiful name. So I will tell you again, God is love. Oh, I love it. I love it. <laughs> yeah, you know, um, I had I've been I I am a former radio co-host and I did a radio program, the Michael Van Tool show. We were on the Detroit Praise Network here in Detroit. And at that time I wanted to move away from the radio program because I wanted to do something on my own. And when my father passed away, my sister gave me a picture of my dad. And um, I think I have the photograph here somewhere. But in the photograph, he was in the recording studio. And behind him, it said, speaking of sports. And I go, oh, my God, that's the name of my show. I'm going to name it Speaking of Love. So that's how the name birth uh, became my reality. So, um, Iman, I, have, I do have one more question for you before we conclude. Uh, you've done a lot of great things in your life. And, and you are definitely on the path of being even more successful than you are now. My question is when the pages of your life are reviewed and your mission here on the planet Earth is complete, what legacy are you leaving behind? What do you most want to be remembered for? Okay. I want to be remembered for love. I will say it again. I want to be remembered for, you know, impacting lives. I want to remember, I want to be remembered at um for you know oh he, that's the dude that came with the you know with the idea that money is not evil that you know you can do a lot of good with money you can you know spread love with money you can do a lot of you know because without money you know a lot of things you know i cannot be for me sometimes i used to use it the way i cannot serve god properly without you know having food on my table you know, without having clothes, without taking care of my family. So yeah. I 
Thank you. I just people want people, you know, to to remember me that I came and correct the notion of money, that there's nothing evil about money. You know, I will use the Bible verse for that again, because in my book, there's a lot of, you know, biblical verse that shows that God wants us to prosper. Even, you know, beloved, I wish you good health above all. And I want you to prosper even as your soul prospers. So I don't think God wants us to be poor. Because a lot of people, they have the notion, oh, if I'm poor, I can serve God better. Or some people will tell me, oh, there must be poor among us. I say, yeah, there must be poor among us if you want to be, you know, in that category. So yeah. if you, if, you know, you we have what you think fits you. So, so there are some people, they believe, oh, God wants me to be poor. I will go, you know, after that and enjoy and all this, you know, everybody of the way they go, what they believe, you know? So I don't go against people's belief, but for me, I believe, I just want to show people there's nothing wrong with money. There's nothing wrong with accusation of money. Use it for good. You know, once you are using it for good, you are still doing something in love. Well, so Iman, you have, well, I'm here to tell you, Iman, you have already achieved your intention, the legacy that you want to leave behind. You've already done that. And you've proven that by this book you've written and by being here today and by all of the other interviews and episodes that you have been a part of since writing the book. So you have achieved your, that intention already. The legacy is you're laying the platform right now. <laughs> so, Iman, I appreciate you being here. Thank you for being my 99th guest on Speaking of Love, the podcast. Um, Iman, you came here today with. It looks like two of your other friends, uh, Charles and Steve. So I'm going to bring them on camera here just to see if they have anything that they would like to add to our conversation. So first, we're going to bring on Charles. Hi, Charles. How are you today? Hi, Latoya. I'm fine. Okay. So uh, are you in Germany? Are you in Germany as well? Oh yes, I'm in Germany as well. Okay, uh, and. I'm is there anything you'd like to say today? Because you've been waiting behind camera. Behind, we, yeah. well, we, call, we call it backstage. Oh, yeah. You've been backstage all this time. So now if you'd like to say something, please say something. Oh, Iman, uh, I usually call him Mr. Rob. We, we've been friends for over a decade now. He took the word by surprise, usually with this book. <laughs> and uh, Mr. Rob is somebody I knew for a long time. He has always had this positive ideas in his head. I never hear him or play with him or sit by him where there's negativity. He never work on negativity in his life or people around him. And uh, I'm so excited that I've read this book almost five times. Wow. And I made sure my household, I have two daughters, my daughter, my senior daughter, who is very well, who's also uh, reading always, had the opportunity to go through this book. I said, oh, is it Mr. Rob that wrote this book? I said, yeah. So it's very inspiring. And then she said she would like to repeat it again. Despite that uh, program in the school is very tight. For me, I have this book in my bedroom. Wow. I, yeah, I really, I'm really enjoying the book. Wow. Especially, it has not much volume. I'm not a very good reader, but I try to read. Mm -hmm. So Mr. Yeah. Rob, I appreciate your contribution to humanity. God bless Thank you, sir. Thank you, sir. I appreciate it. I appreciate Aww, it. That's so cool. 
Thank you, Charles. Thank you. Thank you for being so patient backstage and waiting to come up to make a few announcements. Now I'm going to add another friend. His name is Steve. Hi, Steve. Welcome to Speaking of Love. And Steve is representing. He has on the T-shirt. Stand up and show us your (laughs) T-shirt. That is so cool. So what would you like to say, Steve? (laughs) Oh, yeah. Um, I am Stephen Roberts, and I am in the United States Army. Iman is actually my older brother. (laughs) So, yeah. Uh, We are the one team. I work for the U.S. government. I am in the Army, and I work for the United States Army headquarters. So, in D.C. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. (laughs) Yeah, I work in the big house. Um, I will say one or two things about my mentor, my older brother. Uh, he's a man of unlimited uh, potentials and positivity. Uh, yeah, I've known him all my life. So I read the book. I have a book here with me. I've, I've read <laughs> five million times. Let's put it out. <laughs> right, right That's here. good, though. We're the money team. And one thing wow. I tell people, and I'm going to, you know, tell whoever the listening audience is right now is there is power in your mind. There is power in your tongue. There is power in your thoughts. The way you think defines who you are. The way you think makes you who you are. The way your thought is put together and the word of your mouth make you who you are. Like he said, we grew up in poverty. I'm talking about abject poverty. Like you have no idea. I personally, we go hawk a four or five-year-old kid. We hawk, put food on the head and go sell before I could go to school in the morning. I will walk 10, 20 miles to school without sandals, without no shoes, and back home, a five-year-old kid. Uh-huh. And look at where I'm at today. Wow. wow. The most powerful people in the world, in the world. Wow, that's amazing. Well, I thank you all so much for being here. This has truly been a treat. And for Steve and Charles, I'm sorry you guys had to wait backstage so long, but I'm so happy that you're here. And I love what I see here is a brotherhood. I see support. I see you guys representing and helping support your friend, Iman Roberts. This is truly, truly amazing. Absolutely. So I bow to all three of your excellences. You guys are amazing. Thank you. Thank you, Thank you for the you. audience. <laughs> Thank, Thank you. you. We appreciate so it. Thank you. So if anyone has missed any portion of this podcast, it will live forever on YouTube, Facebook, and then the podcast is available on all major podcast platforms. Just type in the word speaking of love in the search bar and my podcast will show up. I will not be here next Saturday for another episode because it's the 4th of July weekend. People are busy. But July 9th, Saturday, July 9th is my 100th episode. I have a treat planned for you all. It's going to be a whole different format from before the way I usually uh, record my, my podcast. So Saturday, July 9th, 
Mark your calendars. If you can't watch it live, you can always go back and watch the replay. But I will be back for my 100th episode honoring my wonderful father, Herman McAlpin Jr. So thank you all so much for being here. Guys, if you could stay on for a minute, I'm going to conclude the show. For my listening audience, I love you all and I'll see you July 9th. Have a good week, everyone.